Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday Morning MB Pro Call. Today is July 15th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which, of course, you can do by going to motorvitality.com and listening to the archives or by subscribing to whatever podcast application you happen to use. Um, so uh, before we started recording, we were having a conversation with um, Scott from Alabama uh, about uh, topics and upcoming topics and what we might want to, um, to talk about in the future. Um, and as some of you have heard me mention before, you know, we do 45, 46 of these calls a year and, and sometimes we're scrounging and looking for topics. So we're always looking for great ideas. Um, in, in talking to, um, to Scott before we started here, uh, we come up with some great ideas, one of which is to, to do kind of a, you know, how and when to ask for a sale. So that one's going to be, uh, up and coming. We will talk about that. Um, we will talk about, um, the, uh, the, Scott asked us to talk about the Battelle study and to break that down. And, and so I think I want to dive into that study as well as a lot of the, you know, deep into the WQRF studies. But Jen, you were just right before we started recording mentioning, um, some valuable information about, uh, about how to use the Battelle study and, and the other studies. What were you saying? Yeah. So, um, Kim Redden and, um, Dale from Data Man Dale, I can never pronounce her last name. Um, we had done no a, there you go. Um, we had done a, uh, webinar presentation for, um, WQA. It's part of the WQA Essentials. So if you are a WQA member, you can go ahead and, and access that webinar for free. But we talked about, um, a few of the studies and how you can use them in marketing and how you can use them in sales. Because when WQRF does a lot of these studies, one of the first things they look at is how can they use it and how can dealerships use it in the home so that the consumers are aware of these studies. So that's, um, we covered um, the Battelle study, I believe the hot water tank study, the septic study, and I feel like there was one more, but I can't remember. And then we're going to be talking about at um, WQA at the conference, we're going to be talking about um, how to use the contamination map. They have an um, interactive contamination map, and uh, we'll discuss how to use that. Perfect. Thanks, Jen. Um, they, and then also just keep in mind that there are a ton of tools on MotorVitality.com uh, and, and as well as our YouTube channel. Uh, we've got a lot of little, some of them are pretty short, little videos with ideas up on our YouTube channel that you can take a look at. Um, Corey's done a, a really good breakthrough, breakdown of uh, of different, um, of the test kits and, and some of the testing procedures. Um, so take a look at all the resources, but always please let us know if you have ideas that we can discuss here um, on the call. That that would be great. So um, speaking of WQA convention, we, uh, in two weeks, two weeks from today, we will be in Las Vegas in July at the National WQA convention, which I'm really excited about seeing um, 
colleagues there. Uh, I do not believe we will be having the MV Pro call on that day. So we may put something up as a podcast um, that, uh, you know, and upload it on the MV Pro channel. But there, in two weeks, there will not be a live MV Pro call. Um, and uh, what is that, the 29th, I think it is, the 28th? Um, but, yes, it's it's in there. So next week there will be. Uh, in two weeks, there will not be a live call. So, and just to um, add to that, next week Corey will be um, hosting the W or hosting the MB Pro call because Kelly, you're going to be flying in the air. I don't know if you knew that you're going to be flying yep. in the air out to Vegas. Yep. Um, I'm going to be on a much needed vacation, and I've already scheduled three work meetings for next week. And I'm going to have to go hide in a corner of a campground to have those meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, so be, be uh, nice to Corey next week. Um, yes. Uh, okay, so with that, let's start the call off the way I do normally every week, which is by asking, was there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? Anything that happened that's worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country or anything we can help you with, any questions you might have. Kelly, I have a couple more announcements. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Jen. Okay. So the I'm going to piggyback to the uh, WQA conference. And um, for those that can't make it out to Vegas in July, um, there is the virtual option. I highly recommend the virtual option because um, there are there's so much education that you can log into. It's on demand. I believe you have three or four months that you can log on to and watch these videos. Um, I know Corey has um, he did one video which was uh, or webinar which was um, learn from my mistakes. He said it was about 35 40 minutes long um, on what. Mistakes that have happened in the home with testing water, things like that, so proper ways to do that. That's really good if you have a new sales professional coming into the industry. And then um, yesterday we recorded time management, and Corey, I think we did pretty good with that one. Um, we uh, we had a lot of fun doing that one, so we're going to have time management. Mike McGowan and I, we are going to be talking about, um, for business owners and managers, five ways to scale your business, so how to work on your business and not in your business. Um, and then um, there's, Kelly, I think you're doing one that's, that's yeah, on demand on, also, on, Yeah, so it's on, on uh, how to identify and talk about um, aesthetic problems in the home. So, and there's just so many more that are going to be great. A lot of the classes that they're having live in Vegas, they are also going to um, have it so you can watch it virtually. And there's just going to be a lot going on that you can still participate virtually. So, highly recommend that. And um, I don't know, there was one more thing and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> So when I remember, I'll butt in and I'll just cut everybody off. Um, but anybody else have anything while I'm trying to remember? <laughs> okay. So um, Jen, if you do think of it, please let me know. But let's yeah. let's jump in and talk about our topic today. Okay. So 
you know, we, we've talked a lot on this call before about um, canvassing, about building relationships, about how, um, you know, when, when we walk into a place of business, um, you know, how to talk about them. We may talk and touch on some of that again today. But what we wanted to explore today was how things have changed when it comes to canvassing. What are we doing differently? What are we seeing differently in a post? Well, it's not, it's not totally post-COVID, but uh, in a in a world where things are starting to open back up and people are, you know, things are kind of coming back to normal a little bit, um, but not 100%. I think it's going to be interesting to have this conversation. Scott, you're down in Alabama. Um, and, you know, it might, I wonder how things differ in terms of developing relationships and canvassing and walking in places of business versus, Jen, you know, you've worked up in Michigan or, or you know, um, some of, uh, you know, some of the individuals in New York or, uh, you know, Cora, you're in Iowa. You know, I'm, I'm just curious about the differences that we see before and after and what tips can, do we have for starting those relationships. And let me let me give you an example. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about pre-COVID. One of the things that we would do is, is uh, there were libraries. I remember working with one of our MV pros um, to go uh, to the public library where they were having classes. You know, they, they had these classes. Maria, are you on the call by chance? Yeah, I'm on the call, but I'm in the car. So okay, yeah. okay, sorry. So I, I remember going with you, you know, out to the library before COVID, before the right before the world, you know, turned into a zombie apocalypse, and and they had these classes at the library, at the public library, and they they had in some instances thirty or forty or fifty people that would come learn how to do woodworking or learn about the spotted owl. Uh, journeying through, you know, migrating from one place to the other or whatever. And we were just starting the process of putting together, you know, an, uh, a water education. You know, and then the libraries all shut down and people weren't gathering and they were social media and stuff like that. So, so you know, what's different now? How do we, how do we still do those types of things? What have you guys seen that's different, and how have we adapted to building those relationships or getting our name out there, or creating business? So I, I don't know exactly where this conversation is going to go today, but I, I thought it would be an interesting one to to just talk about. Um, you know, what are we seeing that's different, and how have we adapted to those differences? And I know Jen, you and Corey had kind of discussed this idea so you know feel free to take the lead on this a little bit um and guide what you have in mind with it well kelly i kind of came up with the idea because there was um one of our actually we've we've hired a couple of mv pros during the during the pandemic and where everything was shut down so normally when we train somebody um you know new new uh sales professionals one of the very first things that we do is we take out the yellow book pages and um, yes, they still have some, um, but we, and we go through all of the categories and we think, okay, is this, um, 
you know, somebody that we could build a relationship with. And we make a list. And sometimes we have anywhere from 50 to 100 of different um, just categories or, or people that we can, we can um, build relationships with. And then we take our 10 favorite. Um, actually, we take the first three that are like, okay, I can definitely walk in and build a relationship. But, you know, we kind of touched on it with our, our new sales professionals. But, you know, unless you can actually get out and do it, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to talk about it. And we can move on to other ways of creating business. So now that things are opening up, um, I was talking with one of the owners, and it's like, you know, let's start, let's start doing this. Let's start building relationships. And um, I was actually looking for ideas from other sales professionals to see, are, you, are things starting to open up enough that you can walk in? I know um, for the first time in a year and a half, I walked into a grocery store and didn't have my mask on. And it was weird. <laughs> it was truly weird. And then I walked into a hair salon and the same thing. Um, now the worker, the, the beauticians were wearing masks, but um, the clients weren't. And it was just different. But now people are opening up. They are willing to talk to people. Um, so anybody else on the call, what have you experienced so far? Anybody? Has, has anybody started trying to build those relationships? Because it's something we kind of, we, we had to put to the wayside. We couldn't walk into beauty salons without an appointment. We couldn't, we had to sit in our car until it was our appointment time. Um, same with doctors and, and everybody else. Is, has anybody started to build those relationships again? I, can, um, I think that it, it's just starting to open up. As in, people are just getting, I mean, I, I went out last night to the diner, and it was like the first time they didn't, nobody was wearing a mask. You know, it's, it's just, I, and then other places you have people being just more cautious, at least around here, where everybody, it's just very, it, it, I, I think it's the beginning. It is. Right. It's just, people are just getting more comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And see, so, you know, like, like Kelly had spoke earlier, is that, it's different in different areas. I'm in Michigan where, like, they boycott masks. <laughs> um, not saying that was me, but I, it was all over in the news that Michigan, everybody was boycotting the masks. Um, but, you know, so Michigan has kind of opened up as soon as the governor said. I mean, it's like nobody's wearing masks now. It's very rare. I was wearing mine up in so I was no longer taking care of my mom. And then it was like, I walked into a grocery store forgetting to put it on. And it's like, oh, this is kind of nice. <laughs> so, but um, I think it does make a difference in different parts of the country. Yeah. How is there, in, in, you know, being living in the North, Scott, you and I were talking um, in, in, I don't want this to be a political thing at all, by any means, but I am curious about the different areas. You know, Stacey, you're in Indiana, which is Midwest, and, and Scott, you're down south. Mm -hmm. Do you see that much of a difference when you're walking in? Do people, is it a difference? What what? How is it when you're going in and talking to, um, you know, to, to build those relationships? What are you seeing? Um, 
it, it, has it been a factor at all through the whole thing? I'm curious. Um, it was actually better for us um, last year. We had double-digit growth last year. Um, Same here. Now, we, we, you know, when it when it all started, you know, we had to go into the protocols of of disinfection, of wearing gloves, wearing masks, um, going in. Um, and it was where, you know, you were wearing masks and they were wearing masks. Um, um, but they lifted the mask mandate, I think, two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gotten to the point to where the um, somebody wearing a mask is, is very unusual, but you still wear it now, you know, just mm-hmm. in case. Um, one of the things that we did do is we have specific neighborhoods that are really good for us um, in certain communities. We partnered with uh, food trucks uh, where we would sponsor a like a coffee truck or um, a, a food truck uh, either in the morning or in the afternoon. Um, it was outside, um, so it was socially distanced, um, and um, that gave us a good opportunity to um, talk to people where they naturally gather anyway. So, okay, be more please. Tell me more about that. You sponsored food trucks. What does that look like? They, I, I, in all the years, I've never, I've never heard about this. Please tell me more. <laughs> what do you mean you well, sponsored uh, food trucks? Well, we we started. There's a uh, here. There's a um, uh, the mobile food truck sets up in specific neighborhoods, um, and they'll do like Tuesdays on in this neighborhood, Wednesdays on this neighborhood. Um, and it started with a mobile company that did um, uh, coffee, and uh, because they don't have access to water, um, we produce our own uh, reverse osmosis and alkaline water where people can come in and fill up. And it started out with the relationship of them coming in and getting the water um, for their coffee, um, and then we discussed with them of you know like what's what's the minimum that you need in uh this neighborhood and what we would do is we would pay that minimum um to put them in that neighborhood um set up a tent um and then we would give out um coupons for um either you know one free coffee per family or um, a discount on coffee um that way the food truck makes their minimum, um, but it also gives us an opportunity to talk to people um, in the really? neighborhoods where a lot of business. Huh. That's a that's a really cool idea. I love it. Love it. I, I'm trying to think about how we could, you know, how that could be modified in, you know, for other types of businesses. Even that's that's awesome. I love love it. Thank you, Scott. Um, yeah, I know um, Brian recently. Yeah, Brian recently um, here in Michigan. We we've been looking for you know um, outside events that he's been able to, uh, you know, get water, and because they're fortunate enough, they have their own bottle watering plant, um, but or water bottling. Plant. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they are, um, he was able to do a food truck rally, and he said it was excellent. I believe he said he walked away with three actual appointments, um, and he was only there for, I think it was only three hours long, but he walked away with three appointments, and then two people that wanted him to call, 
Um, and he ended up with a couple of sales out of it. So again, where else are you going? What is, it, what is a food, what's a food truck rally? I I, I feel like like everybody knows oh about this. Oh my goodness! Yes. But I don't so know what food a food truck, truck rally is. Okay. I, so food trucks are kind of the big thing right now. Instead of having a caterer, um, you know, come to your wedding even or um, high school graduation events, things like that, they have a food truck come and all the food is prepared in a truck, um, and then. It's just it's convenient. I know years ago when I worked in an industrial um, setting, they had a food truck that came every morning and every um, lunchtime, every breakfast and lunch, and they made food for us. Uh, anyway, and you know, of course, you pay, and it's it's a lot more expensive than you know if you make your own sandwich, but somebody else is doing it for you instead of going to a restaurant. But so that's what a food truck rally is. You'll have um, a food truck that makes tacos and maybe one that has um, barbecue and one that does elephant ears, like you, like at a carnival, kind of. Right. No, so I, I get that. So I, I understand that. Yeah. But how does a person sign up or go or, or start communicating at a food truck rally? How do you, you know, so you've got this gathering of food trucks. How do you go? What do you do to to make yourself known? How do you walk away from that event with three appointments? Do you? I, he I'm not... was able. He was able to hand out water. He he paid the um, event fee just like you would if you were going to a home show. Um, um... You pay your booth space, and then he was able to hand out water. And you know you do the ask a lot of questions as you're handing out water, and um. And, you know, have questions about your water. I think he had a sign that said, have questions about your water. Um, I'm here to answer. And just talk, same as if you were at a home show where you ask a lot of questions um, and, you know, try to set the appointment, not just hand out a lot of business cards. Let me jump in. Um, I know, because I hadn't even thought of this at all, this is genius, but... I have two communities in my territory that do a food truck Friday once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, the town I live in, they do actually, the town I live in, they do it every other month on the courthouse square. The other community just south of me, they do it once a month in like the Lions Park. But mm-hmm. there's a group that actually kind of organizes that for them and they also do like the neighborhood food trucks it's weird enough name it's called friends of fred but i hadn't thought about <laughs> tracking down and connecting with them so there yeah. are groups that actually organize this for communities and huh. yeah that's a really good idea and i know one of the trucks that goes a about is a dessert truck that I think does coffee also. Uh, so now we're know why why Stacy's interested in in doing this. I got it. <laughs> I so go dessert. for the tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, that's that is, and you know what? It's socially distanced. It's outside. So man, what a great idea! That's a that's a great idea. Love it. So. Um, all right. So what, Scott? Thank you very much for that. That's that's perfect. 
Um, Stacey, in the Midwest, what are you seeing in terms of, you know, the the, the pandemic world kind of, you know, what's changed, what's different? Are you guys still wearing masks there? Indiana's right in the middle of the center of the country. So, so I am still wearing masks to my appointments and, and wait until they say, oh, you don't have to have that. We're fully vaccinated. I'm like, okay, as long as you're comfortable with it. Um, for going in and basically calling on builders and stuff, um, still been wearing masks, but like back in last summer when we're smack dab in the middle of all this, I'm walking into, I actually hooked up with a, um, a builder that I hadn't been in contact with before. Um, through a referral from someone else. And so I go out to meet with them, and he's like, why don't we go into the living room area? We can sit far enough apart that we can take off our masks. So, but still going in with masks until people say otherwise. Yeah. Okay. It's Interesting. I want to be comfortable. You know, I, I haven't been. I, I mean, I'm fully vaccinated, but I yesterday I went for a client I went on a service call and they you know I always have a mask with me and if they ask me to wear one in the home I wear it but um but I you know I I haven't uh been wearing them it's opened up um it is a little weird the first time you go in and and you're doing it but but I honestly as much as I see the value in them and and everything I was never a fan of them in the, to begin with, so so I, I welcome the the opportunity not to, and I I wonder if if it's proper protocol. I don't know if I'm the best person to speak to that by any means on what the proper protocol is. They just announced it at WQA. Um, you know the that mask were at the 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 on the floor convention that they're going to be optional for fully vaccinated people and still required for non-vaccinated people, although I don't know how they are going to check that stuff. I know on the plane, I've got to, you know, you got to still wear the mask. I, it, it's kind of interesting. It's it, the mask, you know, on or off right now, but um, definitely being cognizant and aware of it. Um, any other differences that people are noticing <clears throat> or seeing or any other, like, really great ideas that come out of this before we, we finish up today? So, Kelly, I think that – oh, go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. Okay. So my um, my thought on the whole, you know, going in and, and building relationships um, is when you go in, get a feel. And the same thing going into the home. Get a feel for what the, you know, do they want you to wear masks? Do they not want you to wear masks? Do they want a social distance? Are they, like – you know, take that thing off when you get it. So, um, you know, you just get a feel for when you're going into an establishment and you're starting to, you're trying to build a new relationship because you want to be respectful of what their beliefs are. Um, and then I, I think that they'll appreciate if they're wearing masks, you walk in with a mask, then I think they'll appreciate that. Yeah. And, um, you know, set up times that you can meet and, and do the social distancing thing if that's what they prefer. Yeah. Any Thank final you, comments? I have, I have 
I have go ahead, one more. I, yep, I remember what it was, but if Stacey oh, has good, something. Good. No, go ahead. Okay. Okay, so my, my final thought. Um to piggyback on the marketplace, um we things may be a little bit slow for shipping the week that we are in Vegas. Um, so I just want to put a heads up out there for if you're purchasing from the um, MV Marketplace, uh, we're going to do our best. If it's a drop ship type item, then we can go ahead and get that right out. But all three of us are going to be in, in Vegas, so it may be delayed shipping. And actually, most of our suppliers will be also. So <laughs> maybe delayed shipping that week that we're, we're out there of WQA. And we'll have that on the website also. That'll probably be the week that we get tons of Amazon orders. <laughs> Don't even go there, Kelly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for that stress I wasn't thinking about. <laughs> exactly. Um, guys, I so appreciate everybody. Um, so we um, please please hop on next week, and um, uh, and I will talk to you guys, if not before, uh, hopefully I'll see you in Vegas, but uh, other than that, I'll see you guys and talk to you guys in three weeks. So um, be safe, everybody. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks.